What's going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new episode of Young Daddy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Happy fucking Monday to you. Appreciate you. You know, we're here for another one. Monday's advice episodes. We're going to jump into these fucking emails in a second. You know, I've had a pretty good week. Had a uh, a sexual first two nights ago. Went to one of these, like, uh, karaoke spots, you know? Brought a date. Brought my own microphone, if you know what I mean. And uh, I'm hanging out with a bunch of friends. I bring a date to this karaoke spot, you know? And uh, I've seen this girl before. Great lady. I don't know, I don't know why I described her like she's uh, 70. Great lady, you know? Always waters her plants. No, but... At one point, she's like, oh, I got to use the restroom. And I was like, yeah, me too. So we both walked out. And uh, they're like these like single restrooms, you know. And she opens it. There's nobody in there. So she just gives me this look like, huh? And I was like, uh-oh, I've heard about this. Bathroom sex? Okay, I get it. So she pulls me in. And, uh, with it, you know, we're making out. I press her up against the wall. Fucking going at it. And this is like, th- this woman is very uh, put together, you know. Good makes good money, lives by herself, like you know, dresses nice. She's on her knees, pulls my dick out, starts blowing me in the bathroom. Let me tell you something. All right, I've never been to college, but in that moment, I was Delta Phi. All right, I just the only thing that my brain was thinking as I was looking down, getting blown in a bathroom was, "This is awesome." You know, I had no other thoughts. And she was like, "You want me to finish you off?" And I was like, "Nah, you know what? Actually, let's like." Let's save it. And then I was like, uh, and, and as she's blowing me, like, here's what we're going to do. All right. We can't just leave. We got all our people here. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to do one more karaoke song. Cue up Mr. Brightside. Perform it, you know, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. And that's exactly what we did. God damn it. I walked in there. I threw my leg up on a cushion, you know, did that rocker stance, sang the killers. And we fucking snuck out into the night. It's a great night. It's a good time. Um, so yeah, I probably should have done a little warm up before just jumping right into that explicit sex story. But hey, you know what's going on? We're recording. We're rocking. Uh, as always, if you're enjoying the episode, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story, tag us, tweet at us, do it. You know, tell a friend about it. You could also donate to the show at lovefur.com. I think I got to figure out. Like a new model or something, you know? Maybe we'll have to do like a Patreon or some shit. I don't know. I, I got to think it over. But um, other than that, you know, you could also just take a second. Leave a five-star fucking rating on iTunes. That goes a long way. We appreciate it. It's our, We already broke 700 the other day. 700 fucking iTunes reviews. It's all thanks to you guys leaving those five-star ratings. I love reading your guys' reviews. I actually I check it every fucking day, you know? At every morning I wake up. I go, what do they think, you know? So just like a Jewish mother in the mornings. So make sure you're doing that. Other than that, you know, keep sending in your emails to youngdaddyshow, Y-U-N-G, daddyshow at gmail.com. If you want to ask for advice, we do the advice episodes on Mondays. And on Thursdays, we get into the guest episodes. And uh, thank you guys for supporting the show and sharing. Let's get right into this shit. Uh, Here is an email that I wanted to crack in on. The subject is, ugh. Hey, Daddy. Anonymous, por favor, she said. I'm a 21-year-old college virgin. 
Oh my God. She goes, I've never been in a serious relationship, but I'm a woman and I have needs. I hear you, sister. She goes, I'm ready to lose my virginity and know there's a few men in my life who would probably get the job done. That is <laughs> that is hilarious wording for losing your virginity. I know some men in the world who could get the job done. You're like uh, it's like you're pulling out a, a retired FBI agent, you know, like a secret agent. She goes, however, I'm scared by my lack of experience, and I'm worried it'll just get worse the older I wait. I'm not trying to have some Steve Carell 40 year old virgin shit going on here. She goes, should I wait for the right guy or should I just get roaring drunk and find some poor bastard on the street one night? Love the podcast. Sincerely, horny but scared. All right, listen. 21 is not that crazy to be a virgin. All right. It's, you know, most people are probably 18 or 19 when they lose their virginity, if we're being real. Somewhere between like 17 and 19. You know, you're one of those YouTube videos that's still buffering. But you know what? Once you finish buffering, it's going to be worth watching. So, you know, you're a little late to the game. It's no fucking big deal. Um, 21 is totally fine. Here's what I don't recommend that you just get shit-faced or shit-housed or hammered or fucking whatever you want to call it, you know, and just find some poor bastard on the street, as you said, because you're going to open the door to sexuality in a not great way. You want to set the tone decently, you know what I mean? So I recommend, you, you know, you, you find somebody you trust, Somebody that's gonna, you know, be that you that's gonna go slow with you. It's crucial. You gotta fucking go slow. All right. I've taken one virginity in my life before, and uh, my brother still doesn't talk to me. But you know, it had to be done. You just and also just make sure you're uh, you're willing to pay the dry cleaning bill because there's gonna be some fucking you know some sheets are gonna get ruined. But that just comes with it. But yeah, find somebody you trust and just fucking rock and roll with it. But I don't recommend. There's no reason to just rush into it and just fuck some dude who like. You know, it's not going to go great with. Also, you're going to fuck some 21-year-old, and to him, he's like, oh, my God, I'm fucking a virgin. It's like the best day of his life. And meanwhile, he doesn't even know where your clit is. And you're just like, well, this was uh, not as exciting as I thought it'd be. Find, you know, find somebody like that 25-year-old, 26-year-old ballpark. And I mean ballpark physically. You know, we're all over the place today. But, yeah, um... Also, being scared of your lack of experience, you're going to have that for the first year or two of sex, realistically. Like, I mean, even to this day, like, there's moments I have in sex where I'm like, oh, that was, that actually handled an anxiety of mine, you know? That that helped me. It's like, what you, like, sexual confidence, some of it is self-confidence, but a lot of it, for me, has been through really great partners who, like, help build you up and feel comfortable and make you feel sexy you know so it's a process don't just expect like okay i'm gonna have sex bam first time we're done i'm a fucking you know what i mean like i'm rocking now you know this pussy has been eaten you know what i mean so give it a just know it's a process and it's gonna take you a fucking year or two to get good at it but yeah let's jump into the next question the instas of the x Please keep anonymous. All right, where's this going? She goes, hey, love. So I recently got out of a pretty long relationship. We didn't necessarily end on bad terms, and I don't hate the guy. I consider all exes a part of my life because they made me who I am today, but this one is still raw, I guess. She goes, we broke up two months ago. Yeah, of course. Two months on a pretty long relationship? You got to give it a year, sis. She goes, and he was really the only ex I was in love with. Yeah, 
All right. She goes, I'm getting back out there and going on dates. But before a new guy follows me on Instagram, I always have to preface that I still have pictures of my ex on Instagram and that I am definitely not in a relationship. This is annoying to have to constantly do. But personally, I don't think it's that weird that I still have pictures up. This is a good question. She goes, should I delete them? How long should I wait until I delete them? Is it weird that I still have them? I don't know. SOS. Thanks for the help and keep killing the game. You're hilarious and hot. Thanks. Um, oh, that's a tricky one, man. I don't know how it would feel if a girl I liked had a bunch of pictures with her ex up. because it's And the, the reason people think it's weird is because it's not common practice. Because I think what happens is as soon as people go through a breakup, first day they take down the pictures. Women especially. Like, you know, guys like never really even fucking post photos of their girls. But women... You know, you guys would be like, oh, you want to break up? Okay. Here goes all the photos. And it hurts us. It definitely hurts us. We're not going to tell you. It's sad to let those photos go down. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we all have that ex check their profiles out three, four hundred times a day. We all have them. So, uh, yeah, it's a bummer when those photos go down. But I think that's a part of it. I don't know. I, it, I, I don't think I've ever dated a girl who had pictures of her ex up. Like if there was one in the in the past or two in the past, like uh, you know, on her Instagram that are like just great looking photos, she's like, oh, I just love the way I look here. Yeah, fuck it, whatever. I don't give a shit. But if this is like, uh, if I'm seeing an entire long term relationship worth, the message that somebody who doesn't see your profile says is, uh, yeah, this person's in a relationship with this with this. You know, that's what it looks like. So. You could always archive them. I'm not. I don't. I don't want you to be like, oh, you have to delete them. You know, it's the only choice you have. But I think most people in that situation would delete their photos. I'm curious, actually, what the fans think of this one. Would you always delete photos of an ex? You know, of the two of you together off your social media. I think the majority. I think 80% of people, maybe 90% of people, even would say yes, they would. Um, I'd probably recommend that you know get rid of most of them. Throw them in that archive. I mean, I take down every fucking photo on my Instagram. I, three weeks later, I'm like, I hate this, and I just take it down. So, I don't know. I also think if you start dating somebody, and if you're messaging guys and you're like, I have to let them know that I am single, it's like, you really want to keep having that fucking conversation all the time? Like, what's the point of keeping them up at that point? You know what I mean? Like, you, I think it'd be a good practice in letting go of this shit is not having his life so closely associated with yours and your social media. It's going to take you time to get over this. You're going to have to fuck some strangers. You're going to have to find somebody you actually like. That's all a part of the process. And it's going to make it easier for you, I think, if you get rid of these photos. That's my opinion on it. I'm fucking standing by it. All right. Right in. This one's called Ghosted. We've, we've never handled a ghosting situation here before. It's crazy. Nobody gets ghosted anymore. It was a joke. She goes, ghosted. Hi, love. Please keep anonymous. I'm keeping them all anonymous, folks. They're all staying anonymous. I'm getting real good at this. I feel like I lost my voice from fucking karaoke, but hang on. She goes, I had been talking to a guy from Hinge for a little over a month, and we have been trying to hang out, but our schedules are completely opposite. Finally, we got the chance to meet, and we ended up just hanging out at my apartment, even after my several attempts to go out for drinks. Long story short, I told him I wasn't comfortable hooking up because it was our first time hanging out. He seemed to take it well, stayed for a while, and it was never awkward. I was feeling good about it after he left and was looking forward to seeing him again. 
The next morning, I realized he had deleted me on Snapchat, and I haven't heard from him since. I'm so confused, but all my friends are telling me to just leave it. Do I say something or just accept the rejection from this guy? Loving the show. Keep the great episodes coming. Holy hell. Let me tell you something, Haley Cook. Kim, that's not her name. Um, You didn't get rejected. You told this guy you didn't want to hook up with him. You didn't. There was no reject. If anything, you kind of rejected him, you know, but like for a good reason. First time hanging out. A hundred percent. But I think of a dude. I mean, this sounds like 18 year old me. It's like he, he he comes over, you're not hooking up, and then he just deletes you on Snap. Nah, fuck this guy. I agree with your friends. Just leave it. Drop him. Like he, because he didn't get blown first night, you know. I don't know. That's just a weird move. Like it, guys definitely get bummed out and and frustrated when they're not getting laid. A hundred percent, hundred percent. But at the same time. Off of one time, you're going to delete somebody on Snapchat. That just means he doesn't really want to see you again. Or he deleted you to show he was upset. Like, you know. But, yeah, either way, I don't think this is worth your time. You know. It's like, it's not like you told him, like, there was going to be sex. Like, he clearly just wanted to come to the apartment, just wanted to get laid. You know. You guys guys want different things. I'm not even going to be like, oh, this guy's a piece of shit. It's like, you guys just want really different things. You know. And you're, you're, you're totally fair. To have done what you did. I say you just drop it completely. You know. Just fucking move on. And by the way. I know I say you know too much. Alright. You try fucking standing in a room. And and yelling. For 40 minutes by yourself. On a microphone. Alright. Cut me a fucking break. I don't know who I'm yelling at in that. But you know. God damn it. I did it again. Alright. Next one. How to sexually reveal lingerie. When he lives with his parents. First of all. If he lives with his parents. You reveal your lingerie to someone else. I'm just joking. Just kidding. Come on. Hi, Lev. Love you and your podcast. I'm so excited to come to your San Diego show. Hey, shout out to you. She goes, so I've been seeing this guy casually since May. We have a lot of fun together. The sex is amazing. I like him a lot, but we're both in a weird transition phase of our lives where we both just don't want a relationship. Okay. She goes, so we see each other regularly in what's turned out to be a friends with benefits thing, and it's great. His birthday's coming up. I wanted to get some hot lingerie to wear for him. Never really done anything like this before. In the previous episode, you said the hottest way to reveal lingerie is to show up wearing it under a long coat. Couple of problems with that. I live in Southern California, so I don't own a long coat, and it would look kind of weird if I was wearing one. I get that. You're going to look like two kids trying to sneak into a movie theater. He lives with his parents. We're both currently taking a gap year between college and grad school and living at home. So there's a chance I'd have to walk past his parents on the way in, and I can't be wearing anything revealing then, obviously. Understandable. So she goes, so is this kind of a lost cause? Is there any way I can make this hot? Please help me with what to do to make this a fucking awesome birthday present. Thanks. P.S. Even if you don't answer this on your podcast, we'll still appreciate some help. Well, guess what? It's getting answered on the fucking podcast. How about that? I I actually read this email with a friend earlier. I usually don't read the emails beforehand because I like to be surprised by them. But I read this one with a friend. And uh, there's two. This is what most people would suggest. You come in and then you use the restroom. You change into the outfit. And then you come out in his room. Here's what I advise. Have Here's the thing. If you want to surprise a guy with lingerie, you don't do it 
just by taking your clothes off while you guys are hooking up. Because then we don't give a shit. That defeats the whole point. It's got to be a shock. It's got to be a, a laced panty shock, baby, to the system. He's got to see that outfit and go, holy shit, what is going on here? I wasn't expecting sex right now. That's what you got to do. That's the whole point of the lingerie. So here's what you do. You wear it underneath what you're going to wear. Okay, Wear like a dress or something like that. Go to his room. Once you're in, hang out for a little while, you know, make out a little bit, but don't let it escalate. And then ask him, hey, can you go out and get me like a water or something? Or like something that's going to take a little bit of time. Just be like, can you like set some tea to boil? Can you bring me something? And you, as, as soon as he's out of the room, you get down to the panties, you know, just fucking strip down. And be bent over on the bed waiting for him. Or just, you know, posed as sexually as you can in your panties. Make sure the socks are off, you know. You got to make sure he's, like, making hot chocolate or some shit like that. Because that way you got time to take the socks off, all that other shit. Do they wear socks in San Diego? I don't fucking know, all right. They don't pay me for that, to know that kind of information. That's what you got to do. And that way he walks back into the room holding a hot chocolate, sees you in some red lace panties, spills the hot chocolate all over his balls in shock, and bam, you guys can't have sex anyways because he now has third-degree burns and marshmallows, okay? But you know what? He's going to remember that moment. He's going to remember that moment. You bet your sweet tits, all right? That's what you do. Surprise him that way. And I know it might seem hard and it might seem... Like, you won't pull it off, but do you fucking want this badly enough? You know what I mean? You got to be like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible here. Mission Impossible, suck his dick in red lace. All right, how about that? Go for it. Here's one. Want a booty call? Yes, I do. She goes, hey, love. Love the pod. Keep it up. You know what? Let me just say this about booty calls. All right, let me just real quick. I said on the last episode, had like some of the worst casual sex I've had in a long time. You know why? I realized. It's because if you just hit somebody up on Tinder, right, and it's, hey, come over, they come over, then you have sex. On paper, that looks like a success. That looks like a Tinder hookup success. Let me tell you, I'll never do that again. Fucking, it's like better to just jerk off and rub one out as opposed to like the, you're not supposed to meet somebody and have sex in an hour. It just doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? Like, no matter who you are, it doesn't feel fucking normal. It's weird. You don't know if the person's going to, you know, text you back later. It's just the whole thing. It's better to do it with a little heart and emotion. Meet people a real way. Not like if you're going to use the fucking dating apps, schedule a meet. Go grab a couple drinks, this or that. But, you know, when somebody just comes over to your apartment, it's a fuck. It's like 89% of the time, not great. There was one girl I used to hook up with who she came over just amazing. No, maybe two or three two, for shit. You know what? There's actually a lot that have been great that just came over, hit it off, glass of wine, see the rooftop, fucking awesome sex, would do it again. That, that happens. But I'll tell you, when it's like cold and, you know, not a great fuck, it's a real bummer. Want a booty call? Hey, love, love the pod. Keep it up. Please bring back Fumi as a guest. That was one of my favorite episodes. I'll be sure to. She goes, okay, so now to the email. I'm a college junior who finally lost my virginity. It's been a long time coming. With college junior, how old does that make you? Like 21, 22? She goes, my hands were no longer cutting it. I hooked up with this guy last Thursday and would love your thoughts on the situation. I slid into the DMs on Instagram a couple weeks ago. There you go. Okay. 
and we exchanged numbers and got to talking. When we would text, he would bring up where I lived, sometimes completely changing the topic of conversation and saying he needed to stop by sometime. So I knew he just wanted to hook up, which was fine with me. So he comes over and things are happening. I didn't tell him I was a virgin because I was ready and don't think it mattered. Also, as Jared Fried says on his podcast, it's only as big of a thing as you make it. All right, fair. Shout out Jared Fried. Uh, she goes, I did bleed a little, not a whole lot. He pointed it out, but he didn't seem to react particularly adversely to it and kept going. Now, anyways, now people always ask the first, wait, people always say the first time is for sure going to be bad, but I'd say my experience was pretty decent. Boy knew how to work with his assets, LMAO. I love that she, she's like this fucking 17 year old stoner. She knew he knew how to work with his ass, left my ass all broke. The whole thing wasn't too awkward, but I could tell that his slight awkwardness throughout was him reacting to my awkwardness of it being my first time. But I don't know if he could necessarily tell that it was my first time. I will say he was definitely selfish and just came to get his nut and go, seeing as once we were done, he goes, I just thought I'd tell you I have, to, I have a meeting to go to at 6. Mind you, it was 5.30, and he had only been there for like 35 minutes. She goes, rolls eyes into fuckboy eternity. As he's getting dressed to leave, he says he'll text me. And in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, sure, probably not. All right. She goes, now, also, I, let's just not throw fuckboy. You invited the guy over at fucking 5 o'clock. What do you think is going to happen? You know what I mean? You guys going to go hunt jobs together? There's going to be some sex in the air, baby. Um, so, it, you know, and you wanted to, you wanted to get you, you wanted to get your fucking nut too. Let's not, you, there was the whole email. So let's not throw all this blame out there. You know, let's be, let's be adults. She goes, now the part I want your advice on, I absolutely do not want anything serious with this guy. Seeing as one, he's a freshman and two, I'll be studying abroad next semester. Let's see. He's a fucking freshman. He's a, he's, um, I, what do you think? I'm a fucking junior. I'm going to, this guy's more experienced than you. You fucking shit not I don't know why I'm just defending men so hard. Um yeah, I get it. He's a freshman, he's you know, he's got braces and shit. I get it. She goes, Two, I'll be studying abroad next semester, but I'd love to make a consistent hookup slash booty call situation out of this, but don't know how I should go about it. Look at that. Look at that. The virginity getting attached already. That's what happens. You lose your virginity to somebody, you gotta see them constantly. You're gonna marry this guy. She goes, we'll have to work on the selfish part, but I think he can be coached to do more for me. Classic woman thought he could be coached to do more for you. All right. Now, here's the thing. This is this is your first time having sex, so I'm not going to shit on you. But what I am going to say is this. The best thing you can do for yourself right now is if you start hooking up with this dude, tell him, like, hey, like, sex is, like, pretty new to me. Like, let's discover what I really like. And I'll guide you through the whole thing. And let this be a huge practice in your communication. You know what I mean? And learning how to tell guys what you like, what feels great, what will get you to come. Because men want to make you come. I mean, most of them. I can't really vouch for this guy 100% yet. But, you know, that you should. that's what you should do here. Don't spend a year not communicating during sex. Like, let it happen. So she goes, how can I relay to him that I'm not looking for anything serious but just a fuck buddy? Even though he's still watching all my IG stories, I don't really think he'll text me. But I don't think he'll say no if I text him. So I was just thinking about sending a quick little you busy tomorrow afternoon thoughts. Thank you and keep up the daddying. Sorry if it was a long email. Let me tell you this. If a guy is fucking a girl and she bleeds during the sex, 
the entire time he's as soon as he left the meeting he went to was him and five of his guy friends and him going dude i think i took her virginity that's exactly what he went to go do so you might want to maybe find a way to like address those because that's probably what he's wondering he's probably thinking like shit did i take her virginity and she didn't say anything like that might be what he's thinking but regardless what you should do is don't be like, hey, are you busy tomorrow? That's that's a fucking pussy move, all right? Let's put our balls on the table here. Send them a fucking lingerie pic from, like, neck down where, you know, can't see the face. Send something dirty. Send them, like, you know, I really want you inside of me right now. Send a fucking sex, like, middle of the day, 3 p.m., just to be like, bam. that Something that he's going to read and his fucking freshman braces cock is going to get hard. That's what you got to send, all right? And if, if he's, like, weird, you know, you could address, like, yeah, that was my first time. Like, I just wanted to get it over with. There's nothing wrong with that. And, like, he, you don't owe an explanation to somebody to tell them. Like, if he's like, well, why didn't you tell me? Like, you don't owe anybody that. It doesn't fucking matter. It's not a big deal. Jared Freed's right. Shout out Jared Freed one time. But, you know, that's, that's what you should do. You should fucking put your balls on the table. And and do something dirty. Why you? Why are you? You're not gonna capture his attention with, "Are you busy tomorrow afternoon?" And he's gonna be like, "Yeah, I don't know, maybe." Why? Because in his head, he's probably thinking, "Oh, she probably wants to grab drinks or something." Make it nasty. All right, that's the theme. Make it nasty. You want a booty call? You set the tone for a booty call. You don't send fucking emails and hit his pager and talk to you know. You fucking lay it out there. That's what you do. Right back. I'm excited to hear what you do. Next email, mixed signals. Hi, Daddy. Was seeing this guy for about two months. Everything was going great. Suddenly, he tells me he thinks he's still in love with his ex and didn't think it was fair to be sleeping with me when his feelings are so messed up right now. This is so sad. Personally, I think his feelings with his ex are the same ones that everyone gets when they get out of a long-term relationship and your ex starts seeing someone new. I also don't that. All right, I like this girl already. Smart, very smart, mature, you know, for her 47 years, she's very mature. Also, I don't think things will work out between them since they broke up five months ago. It's a long distance thing and she's seeing someone else. He still calls and texts me every single day. Our conversations haven't changed at all. And yesterday he told me he feels so comfortable with himself and he's around me. And later that night hit me with a you up text. Based on his actions, he's still very much into me and has been very honest and clear on what is going on in his head. I really like this guy, but I don't know if I should keep pursuing till he gets his feelings straightened out or if I should just cut my losses. I'm in too deep. Sincerely, 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 all mixed up. Um, you got to back away a little bit. That's what I think. You you got to let him figure this shit out because he's you know that feeling he's going through of like, oh, I'm gonna, that's it. I lost my ex because now she's dating somebody else. You got to make him feel that with you because you're actually attainable. You are single. You are interested in the guy. So what you should do is kind of lean back a little bit. Don't be the fucking, you know, the punching bag for his emotions of his ex-girlfriend and how much he misses her. That's like you sh nobody should do that. You, you don't do that. You let him fucking sit alone for a week, deal with those feelings, and then realize, fuck, because I'm hung up on my ex, I'm letting this thing go to waste with this with this girl I like. That's what you hope is going to happen. So fucking lean back and let it come to that. And if he, if it doesn't, he starts blowing up his ex's phone. Like, listen, they're not going to be together anyways. It's fucking long distance. She's dating somebody else. You're, you're, you're right on everything here. But what you need to do is not be his fucking pillow to cry on. And I'm not saying go 180 degree bitch on him. 
you know, but just kind of fade back a little bit. Give them a little space. Maybe don't answer those texts as quickly. Maybe don't answer phone calls for a week. You know what I mean? That's what I would say. Next one, FaceTiming before an in-person meetup. Hey, Lev, love the podcast. I have a quick dating question that I'm hoping you can answer for me. That's why we're here, baby. I love that. I just love it. There's all women who are like trying to understand men's thinking. They fucking write this shit in to hear a guy's perspective. That's so dope. Keep writing in. I hope this is helpful for you guys. She goes, I matched with a guy on Bumble this week and we've been talking. Yesterday he told me he's thinking of deleting the app so he wanted my number. I hope that wasn't his way of like trying to get your number. I'm thinking of deleting the app though. I gave it to him and we've been texting. Last night he asked me to FaceTime tonight and we've never met. Is that weird? I'm confused as to why he'd want to FaceTime me before ever meeting or asking me out. Am I just overthinking this? Thanks for the help, Meg. Listen, Meg. Let me tell you something, all right? There's two reasons why a man would FaceTime a total stranger, all right? Reason number one, he wants to surprise you, wants to catch you off guard, be cute, be like, oh, this is shocking, right? FaceTime, look, I'm brave, I'm confident, FaceTime, bam. The other, he wants you to answer it, and his dick is out. That's the risk you take with a FaceTime. You might see the wrong head. You know what I'm saying? You understand? This is the real world. Fucking 2019. Savages out here. But here's the thing. I've FaceTimed girls I haven't met before um, on Hinge and stuff. I'm not, like, big on the FaceTime. A lot of people, you know, if, I'm, if I like somebody, if I'm dating them, I like, then I like it. I don't think it's that weird. I think it's a little interesting. If he does it, answer the phone. Take the risk. Roll the dice. Is it going to be charming personality? Is it going to be two balls with a pimple on one? Which one? You never know until you fucking find out. I don't think it's that weird. I think most women, though, would think this is weird. Um, but it's also like, you know, the guy's taking a shot. He's doing something different. As long as he's not like a fucking psychopath, I I support the move. If he's like, uh, you know, it's, it's the same thing as like a phone call. Like, fuck the texting. Like, let's get it. He's probably thinking like, you know what? I don't want to text. I'd rather do a phone call. And then he's like, you know, let's one up it even. Let me see if this chick's cute. Let me see what she really looks like. So look your best, hit a good angle, answer that motherfucking call. See what's bracken. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think. Do the FaceTime, but also like don't spend too much time talking or texting or anything like that. You get on the horn and then you start talking about what are we going to do? Where are you taking me? You know, coffee and coffee and a walk in the park, drinks. What are we doing? Lay it on the line. All right. But if you like, you know, I feel like every time I FaceTime somebody, though, I ask them to take a titty out. That's because like I was just FaceTiming uh, this girl that like I'm friends with, but we hooked up before the other day and uh, she was wearing, you know, she was like cooking while FaceTiming me. And I was like, you should cook with your tits out. She was like, okay, just pull it. And I was like, fuck yeah, this that'd be a hit show cooking with underboob. Just like you take two chicks who really know how to cook, you know, and they, but they just have underboob out. And as they're cooking, every guy would know how to cook within a month. Every fucking per- we'd we'd be experts at that point. That's all we need is a little is just a whiff of underboob and we're there. You know what I mean? You got to listen. If I had two tits and I used to, all right, when I was fifteen, but nowadays smaller. If I had two proper tits, I would be abusing underboob. I would be using it to leverage as many situations in, in life as I could. It's with great power comes great responsibility. You understand? Take advantage of those puppies. The guy's not acting the way you want. Send the underboob. So are you gonna get? Are you gonna start acting better, or do you just not want to see these anymore? 
Get creative, all right? What? Why are we all thinking inside the box? Get outside the fucking box, folks, and onto the tits. It's amazing what guys will do for you in terms of behavior if if good sex is on the line. Are there other emails here? Here's one. Am I a bitch or is he a cheater? Hi, young daddy. I always love knocking out as many of these as I can on a, on a Monday because I feel like Monday, that's the chance I can get into, you know, not not get into you guys. That's a little graphic, but you know we can connect. We'll give you a little advice. We'll do this one, and then we'll go to the Instagram questions. Make your make sure you're following Young Daddy Podcast on Instagram, uh, Y U N G Daddy Podcast. Because on the days we record, I do the swipe up. You can send in those quick questions. This one is: Am I a bitch or is he a cheater? I love that there's no possibility of an in between on this. You know, it's like: Am I a bitch or has he been fucking all my friends? Let's find out. Hi, Young Daddy. Love the podcast better than Netflix. That's right. Netflix, suck a dick. She goes, one Sunday night, I went to a random bar with a friend, ended up drunkenly giving my bartender, who I'd struck a conversation with, my number. I wasn't expecting him to text me because I was quite younger than him, but he did. Are you out of your mind? You're quite younger than a guy? You think he's not going to text you? That's more incentive for him to text you. She goes, we ended up dating for two months before I left for a three-week-long vacay. He seemed like a very, wait, wait, wait. We dated for two months before I left for a three-week-long vacation. He seemed like a very sensual guy in that wanting more than just sex a lot of the time. I would frequently hang at the bar, and he introduced me to most of his colleagues and friends, but he was always a little shady, and then he claimed that he was swearing off social media and said he didn't use any of his accounts, which were all private, and wouldn't let me follow him. The first week I was gone on vacay, we continued to sext and text about how much we missed each other. However, I soon discovered via Instagram a picture of him proposing to another girl. I think it's clear. You're just a total bitch. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) The picture was posted two weeks before we had met. I texted him because I was out of town and wanted answers, confronting him and asking what's up. He got really defensive and saying they were on a break and that I had no right to have accused him of anything. Of course he had a right to accuse him. What the fuck is he talking about? That I should have waited to let him tell me on his own time. I then sent a very nice message apologizing. No, come on. Why'd you do that? But telling him I think that we were that what we were doing was not fair to me or his fiance. Even if he was on a break with his fiance, he never responded. Now, about a month after it all went down, I went to look at his Facebook because I'm a creeper. Well, of course, you want to know what the fuck is up. I get you. And he changed his profile to a pic of him and his fiance. Do you think he was ever on a break? Was I a bitch for confronting him? Or should I have let him tell me himself? Overall, a shady encounter. That's a slim shady encounter right there. I'll tell you what. Well, the real fucking cheater, please stand up. It's this guy. That's the guy. Spoiler alert. Yeah, this guy is, uh, it doesn't look. You're never going to know for sure if they were on a break or not. But this guy never mentioned it over that course at all. He wouldn't have told you on his own time. He's, he's, he's Either he was always with his fiance, or the plan was to get back with her. All right. So it is what it is. This is, uh, this is you know, he's a, he's a fucking uh, he's a bartender. What do you expect? I mean, he's much older than you. He's a bartender. So it's not like blowing my mind that he's, you know, cheating around. I get it. It's it's all the evidence is there. It's possible. You know what I mean? There's a likely it, it all checks out. This isn't crazy to me. 
So a lot of a lot of people cheat out there, men and women alike. This guy just happens to be one of them. And I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on bartenders. There's a lot of great bartenders out there who would never cheat. But I'll tell you this. Two of the women. No, let's see. Out of out of the amount. Coincidentally, a lot of women who have been very fucking flirty with me and given me a phone number to hang out or come see a show have been bartenders. And they, while having like fiancés and shit, while having husbands, I had a situation like that one time with a bartender myself. Where I was like, "Hey, you know, do you want to hang out tonight?" She's like, "Oh, I'm with my fiance." I was like, "Fiance?" I was like, "Did you, did you get autocorrected from Beyonce? Were you listening to her? Like, what the fuck, you know?" So I say, you gotta just let this one die out. Don't message him again. Don't fucking hang on to it. It's only two months. It's not a big deal. Just let it die. That's all I think. And uh, don't message the girl. To just let it, you know, that's it. It's out of your hands now. It's out of your fucking hands. There's a lot of people in the world. This is just two more people whose lives you shouldn't have anything to do with. That's what I think you should do. Let's jump into these Instagram questions real quick. This is from uh, Mike. I should fuck my ex-friend from elementary school's mom, right? <laughs> it's like hardly even a question. He just wants me to high five him and about like, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? From elementary school? You, you can't get mad at a guy. You're like, we went to elementary school together and you fucked my mom. No, go for it. I mean, as long as she's into it. it as If you're doing it to spite him, you're like, you know, oh, I, I hate this girl, but I hate that he took my fucking crayons in the first grade. This is how I'm going to get payback. Then, you know, it's a little petty. But it sounds like uh, you can do, you know, if she, it's this mom is down to have you, find a place for your crayon. Amy Moody, how many sex dreams are too many? You can never have enough. Nothing better than a great fucking sex dream, you know. I, I've had a sex dream so amazing before that I came in my sleep and woke up like, God damn it, fuck. You know, but still, worth it. It's from Steph, C-R-N-D-A. What's the best way to stop talking to someone you're no longer interested in? Question mark. Ghosting? Um, you can ghost them if you want. That's like kind of the new standard because we're all fucking pussies now. Or you could just tell them, hey, I had fun, but I don't want to pursue this any further. I wish you all the best. Cheers. It's not that you did anything wrong. It's just whatever. You can send one of those. This one from Adri. After matching with a girl on a dating app, how long do I wait before asking for a date? You get to the date immediately. That's what you do. All right, you got you jump right in. You don't fucking sit there and small talk and this and that. And I know this guy. This guy's young. He's a young dude out there. The problem is women your age do not want to just jump into meeting up. They want to fucking just talk for hours on a dating app for days. Oh, when are we grabbing coffee? I don't know. I don't know you yet. That's the thing. Women your age at 20 years old cannot fall asleep until they've wasted five guys times. Five people's time, you know? They need to fuck. That, that's like their ambient. It's like, did I send hey to enough guys at three in the morning right before I fall asleep? Yeah? Okay, good. You know what I mean? So what you should do, hey, you know, whatever you're fucking, op however you're opening it up, usually I like to just keep it fresh. A lot of times the first message I send is like, when are we grabbing coffee? Or like, are you free Friday? Just jump right into it, dude. Don't waste any fucking time. The process is... The, the point of the bumble, find somebody you're attracted to. Bam. You got them. Now, how do we get to the date? Bam. Schedule the date, and that's it. You know? 
Sometimes you go Bumble to phone number. To, uh, you get the phone number, then you ask for a date. But if you ask me, you don't even need to do that. You just go straight into asking out the chick. Um, and you're a young guy. Do do shit like don't you know? Don't go blowing tons of money. Don't go. You know, we. I definitely had my first date dinner years. Wine, all that shit. Nah, keep it simple. Go take a fucking walk in the park. Go grab coffee together. Maybe grab a drink. You know, get out there. The world is your oyster, kid. It's from V. How do we know if someone just wants a physical relationship? There's a lot of ways to tell. I mean, you can always ask. But I think men make it pretty fucking clear whether we're interested in you just sexually and we're pushing for the sex or if we want more. If we're in love, you know, you should be able to see the signs. Like, ask yourself, is he only coming over at 3 a.m.? Or is he asking me out to dinner? You know, it's pretty simple to tell. It's from Emily, how to gain confidence to hook up with someone new after a breakup. That's one of those things that you got to just do it. You gain confidence as you do it. It's like driving. You know, the first time you start driving a car, you're nervous. You're fucking anxious. You remember learning? Nowadays, you're driving. You're fucking cool as a cucumber running over people. You don't give a shit. That's how it works. Same thing. What else is in here? Um, This is from Cindy. How does exclusive state sleeping partners sound? Exclusive state sleeping partners. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Exclusive state sleeping partners. That sounds awful. I don't know what the hell that is. But whatever it is, get it the hell away from me. I've been Lev Fur. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, take a second. Leave that five-star rating. Also, if you are in L.A., San Diego, or San Francisco, come see your boy. I'll be headlining some shows at the L.A. Comedy Store, the La Jolla Comedy Store, and Piano Fight in San Francisco. You can get tickets at levfur.com slash shows. I expect all these to sell out. Should be a fucking great time. I'm going to come out headline. Um, by the time this goes up, I don't know if the ticket link will be up yet for this show, but if you are in New York City, April 6th, uh, Saturday, April 6th, right before I fly out to California, I'm going to be Saturday. Comic friends from North Carolina going to be doing hosting the show, doing new material, you know, good doing a long set um, and showing some of my funniest friends off for you guys. And then we're, you know, we'll go out and hang out after, grab a couple drinks. Hope you're able to make that. That's also a, a tight room. So those tickets should go pretty fucking fast, but everything's going to be posted on my Instagram and levford.com slash shows. So make sure you guys grab your tickets. Other than that, I appreciate you guys supporting the show. Thanks for leaving the five-star ratings. Thanks for telling a friend about it. Thanks for posting it online. It's fucking making nasty, folks. Have a great week.
Hey, my dark darlings. Hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos. We're a small crew here at Something Scary, so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule. So that's why I wanna tell you about our sponsor, Monday.com. Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.